0: I, uh, just get out of the car at Home Depot, and I, you know, it's like, just, I, I blurt things out, because I was mad. I said, fuck your ass about a parking job, and there was a lady getting out of the car next to me. She may or may not have heard me. Happy birthday, Andy Laverty. Yeah.
1: Okay. Thanks for the uh, input there, Vince, and uh, happy birthday to Andrew Lavity. May he rest in peace. Uh, Vince is going to be our uh, on-the-scene, off-the-top-of-his-head action news reporter. He will be checking in periodically along with his uh, older brother, Michael, who you may have heard before on the news, on the uh, Stories from Central Mass podcast. Not the news so much, but at uh, any rate, you are listening to Stories from Central Mass podcast with your host, me, Mike.
0: Mike, Mike, Jen's been on my ass about my days off. It takes me a while to get going. Fair enough. Jen, I I said, I wake up. I got to bring the kids to school, two schools. That's a fucking hour. Then it's an hour of shitting and an hour of drinking coffee. Before you know it, I go outside and do something. I got to eat lunch because I'm fucking tired. So that's it. That's my life at 42. Or whatever I am
1: Ah yes As you can see Vin's new to the game Of podcasting Not that I'm some type Of a amazing storyteller But hearing about His shits, coffees And dropping his kids off At school Very riveting Vin Carry on
0: never been to Southbridge until about 2003. I was working for a company driving a truck and we were in Southbridge working that day and I was like oh wow it's crazy like some that some areas are nice some, some are real shitty though. He's like yep yeah. Southbridge the armpit of the commonwealth.
1: Yes, Vince, thanks for that bit of information. I'm very familiar with Southbridge. I've delivered many a bag of bread out that way. Not too bad, not too bad. Did a little kayaking out there in the, uh, uh, River. You know, good times. Carry on, Vin.
0: Does anybody get as irate as me when the phone rings? Like, set something off in my fucking body. Same thing with the public. How does how do people cope? Let's find that out. How do other people cope with the public? Joe Public. I hate him. People say, oh, I'm a, I'm a people person. I love people. What the fuck is the matter with them? What the fuck is the matter with that person that loves people and is a people person? Who the fuck's calling?
1: You gotta remember the little things, you don't remember the little things, you take a couple deep breaths, you count to ten, you think of all the nice places that you've been. But, uh, the phone, it rings, you know, uh, if it does, if you don't know who it is, you don't answer it. And in um, in many cases, uh, I, I'm not really a people person myself. I tend to not talk, or I uh, talk too much. Uh, you know, uh, I, I know how you cope with things. You're, if you're a violent man, you have a temper, but anyway, uh, carry on again. So it's 10.40, I'm getting out of work right now, kind of late, I know the hours aren't ideal, but it's a better, easier, no-stress job, and the ride home can be quite peaceful, guys. I have to agree with Vinny about the public, I know we all have in the past, or currently do, work with the public, and... They're morons. There are so many stupid people, all assholes. It's just ridiculous. My problem is mostly with motorists. I get very frustrated because they're all goddamn idiots. But yeah, Southbridge, what a shithole, huh?
0: I just renewed my medical marijuana license in the great state of Massachusetts, where they, where they really, really like to stick it to the man and the man's man as well. So I'm sitting here and I'm paying money, but if you don't pay money, you don't get the savings and you pay up your, you pay up the wazoo either way. So they got you stuck between a rock and a hot place. But if you're going to go the recreational route, you're just going to get, as I like to say, you're going to get ass fucked. Okay? Now, you can fuck that dog. I'll just hold it for you. I'm not getting, I'm not fucking that dog. I'm going to travel to Maine, where prices are slashed by more than half. So, uh, if you need medical marijuana advice, think twice and go to fucking Maine.
1: Okay there, alrighty. Well, uh, due to vocabulary, subject matter, and language, I'm glad we got that one in after the uh, advertisement. Anyway, that has been Vinnie Boom Boom Leave Off The Last Name friend of mine who is... Going to be the new roving action reporter who will time to time check in with me and perhaps do some live events. And by live events, I mean we'll stand next to each other and actually have a conversation and record it. You've been listening to Stories from Central Mass Podcast with me, your host, the man they call Mike. Thank you. Drive safely. This took place about 15 years ago. I had uh, just moved back in with my father. I had had roommates, and uh, my sister and my nephew were pretty much living in the house by by themselves. This was the house that I grew up in, because my father was uh, spending most of his time with his girlfriend, which is fine. So I thought, you know, I'd move in with my sister and my nephew and uh, kind of help out. So one night I was sitting in the back TV room and my sister and nephew were upstairs sleeping. All the lights were on in the house. And this television room was an addition that my parents had put on when I was a kid. So it wasn't a part of the original house. In fact, the door that led to the room was actually a door that used to lead to the outdoors. So I was sitting on the couch, which... The doorway was to the left of me, and the television was straight in front of me. And I, uh, over the years, everybody in my family who had been watching TV in this room would often think they saw somebody, or saw something near the doorway. See, there was this chrome stand-up light. You know, most houses had them. They were not really chrome; it's like a gold color, tall lamp that was right at the doorway, and there was a light switch that worked it, even though it was right next to the wall. at any rate, um, so this night, stone sober, just sitting there. In fact, I'm not the type of person to hang around with the lights on in the house. uh, I I was always the type of person to go around and shut off all the lights. You know, if you're not in the room, don't have the light on. But for some strange reason, I had the kitchen light on, the hallway that led to the TV room, and that same hallway leads down to the uh, laundry room. And all four lights were on. Uh, so I'm sitting there watching TV, and I keep noticing out of the corner of my eye, which is something that happened often. I would I kept noticing, like, what I thought was a person or somebody there, and I'd look. But often what, what, what it was was just a reflection off of that chrome lamp from the television. You know, the, the lights would change and flicker on the TV, and the lamp would, you know. But this was, there was no shadows. It was, the light was on. So I peek over and I I swear I saw somebody just poke their head around the corner. And I know my sister and my nephew, in fact, they might not even have been home. I think I was there by myself, actually. I don't know, it was a long time ago and I just want to tell you the story. So I look over and I thought I saw someone poke their head around the corner. So I immediately hopped up off the couch. I was sitting on the couch, you know, crisscross applesauce or whatever you want to call it. And I jumped up off the couch and I looked over and as I did, I'm like, Oh, I definitely saw something. Something kind of pulled its head back. So I took the four steps it took to get to the doorway. And I, I saw like a part of a body, like going around the corner, just, 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 just far enough away from me so that it was always getting away. I know this is all happening in a few seconds, but it was so surreal in the amount of time it took for me to see it. And as I came around the corner, there was a person, it was a woman, all dressed in black like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I you know, maybe the early nineteen hundreds, almost like a person would the type of gown someone would wear to a, a funeral or something. And they were take, they took like three steps into the laundry room. And I was dumbfounded, but not scared, but sorta of scared. But I still like just followed behind it. And as I did, like I said, I was just far enough behind it so that it was always just taking a corner. So it was like an S-turn that I had to get through, like out of the TV room, into the hallway, and then into the laundry room. And I followed behind it, never quite seeing its face, never quite seeing the entire body. But definitely, it was not an apparition. It was not uh, anything fuzzy. It was a sharp picture of a person, a female, walk into that room. And I chased it right into the blind room, and then there was nothing. And I stood there with my eyes wide open, all the lights on in the house downstairs. And I said out loud, well, you know who I am. So I don't think I have to be afraid of you, because I've lived here my entire life. And I just started kind of weirdly laughing. And I was like, okay. And I went back into the living room kind of scared now but then a weird calm came over me and I I kind of realized what I had just said out loud was really reaffirming that yeah I don't really have anything to be afraid of nothing's ever happened to me in this house there's no problems so I sat back up on the couch the television was on and everything you know I sat back on the couch and you know just blankly stared at the tv and then something caught my eye on the television and I just watched it and uh, yeah, I didn't think about it And I went to bed that night And everything was fine I didn't think about it for years So like I said My parents I don't know if I actually said this But my parents were divorced And my father had the house And my sister and my nephew Were living there And then You know I ended up uh, I don't know I live with my family now And I was moving out And my sister uh, Lives with her boyfriend Or fiance now And uh, My dad Sold the house back To my mom And my mom And my stepfather Moved in and, you know, my father has lived with his girlfriend now, his fiance actually, and we all live, none of us live in that home anymore. But I still go there all the time to visit my mother. And my stepfather told me one day, he said, Hey, Mike, if you ever noticed anything weird happen at this house? And I was like, uh, well, not really. I mean... Has he ever seen a ghost or anything? And I said... And the first thing I thought of was my best friend Jay lived across the street. And he used to have, like, that sleep paralysis thing where he'd see things. And I don't know if it was, like, being in that half-awake state where it's a dream. Or if he really was seeing stuff. But he saw... He used to see a similar era man. Like... But he said it was, like, hovering over his bed and all this, this, this and that. So I started to tell him that story. And he's like, no, no, no. This is, like, a woman. And he just started to describe exactly what I saw and just like that almost as though enough time had gone by where I just blocked it out of my mind I remembered it and I told him the story he's like oh yeah I've seen her yeah I've seen her twice once at the top of the stairs in the house and I forgot where he said the other one was I think he said it was somewhere else like in a different part of the house and all I could think of was that if this is really a ghost and I'm buying into it because I do believe I saw it All I could think of was that it it couldn't come into the TV room because maybe we had that television room built and, you know, it can't leave the confines of where its original space was. I don't know. I don't know. This is all kind of silly, you know. But part of me doesn't really believe in this stuff, but part of me can't deny what I actually saw, you know. So, I mean, he, he wasn't scared of what he saw either, but at the same time, he was a little weirded out by it. So I'm going to try to upload a picture of my house from, like I have to say, like the early 1900s. I, I can tell because there's like a Model T Ford in the picture. Uh, I don't know. One of my neighbors actually had it. My house is close to 150 years old, almost 200 years old, I, I'm i guessing. But, you know, it has like a dirt basement with like a trap door that goes down to it. And, you know, the house was built originally without plumbing um, or, or a bathroom even, uh, for that matter. So... I don't know, it has some history. If you look uh, in the area where I live in central Massachusetts, uh, we used to be an aerial photo I had seen of my neighborhood, and there's only my house, my buddy Jay's, and another one on the street at the time from the photo. It's from a really long time ago. But anyhow, I don't know, I thought it was an interesting story. It's not really funny. It's not really that crazy, but it happened to me, and I believe it. So thank you very much.